Yo, what's up? Welcome back to the Youth of the Nation podcast, episode 54. And we're going to get straight into it. Going to get straight into it. Before we get into my lead well, young leader topic, I want to talk, talk about a couple topics that have been going on in the world, going on in the faith life, going on in ministry, um, and kind of my thoughts on them, my ideas on them. I just started school this week. I actually started school last week. And so that's been well. It's actually been going. I've actually gotten A's. And so getting A's is something for me that is not the normal, but something I'm trying to get used to. So it's been great. Uh, it's funny how this week, last week, I'm talk, I talked about simplifying your life, right? And, and making sure uh, that we can simplify so that we can lead better. And talking about this idea that Jesus went and then he retreated. He went and then retreated. Uh, and I've talked about goals on this show before, and I've talked about all of those things. But today I want to talk about this idea of team um, and what social media kind of has done with that. But also this idea of team and the idea of ministry and the church uh, and whether it's youth ministry and church ministry. I'm hopping on a podcast later today to talk about the idea of church ministry ministry, uh, and bivocational ministry or uh, ministries that are parachurch ministries and how we can come together and how these ministries can come together where I've actually heard there's been a lot more hurt in these ministries than there's been help or leadership or great ways of leadership. So that's what we're going to talk about today is this idea of team. And honestly, that's what we're going to call the episode team. Um, And because I think so often we as ministers of the gospel and us as preachers, we can see the idea like we get the idea of team. Right. We get the idea of being the body. We get the idea of hurting. But I don't think we can actually put it in practice especially for the young people that we want to lead the church next. Now, you've heard my friend Matt Harder come onto the show, and he said that he doesn't believe kids are next. He believes that students, young people are now, that they're changing the world now, and that we gotta kind of got to keep up with them, right, and lead them well now. Because you don't, what we don't want to be is we don't want to be in this idea where we think kids have it all together just because they put out that energy and in reality, kids are being hurt uh, and kids aren't actually loving well or aren't together or, you know, it's just, we want to have this idea where kids feel like they are loved well and where they are served well in this church or in our church, right? In our local church and our parachurch and our whatever ministries we're doing. We want this idea of team uh, because I'm going to share some stories of what I've seen where kids are able to see this individual individual life that we're living um, and that we forget what we're called to do and we forget um, the, this idea of team and when the body hurts. And so I'll talk about that idea, but I want to talk about these three topics first uh, because they've, do- they've helped me in kind of my leadership and they've helped me in who I am as a young man. And so, um, first, I just want to talk about the Antonio Brown drama. 
this is for my sports people. If you're not a sports fan, this is going to mean nothing to you. But I do think it plays well in leadership. So basically, Antonio Brown was signed to the Raiders. All right, then he went wild, went haywire, was posting comments and posting uh, lenders he got or letters he got of being suspended and just constantly posting these things and and then going into uh, kind of this defensive mode of like, yo, it's about me. I'm I'm living my own life. I got my own journey. I got my own walk, and I ain't really mad at you for that one. And then he got even more angry because he was him and coach coach John Gruden uh, had this argument and he posted that on Facebook and um, basically he was released Uh, he was let go of many arguments and not being a part of the team not being a part of the team and so the Raiders went and played on Thursday Um, and what we can see is that while they have won I do think Antonio Brown could have helped that team out more than we think. Antonio Brown, by far, is top five receivers in the NFL. Um, You can argue about the top five, but I believe he is in those top five. Because of an attitude or maybe an emotion, uh, he had drama in his life and caused him to be released from the team. And other stuff has come out. Um, And I'm not going to really get into that idea, but other stuff has come out about him. And what what I find it is I question this idea of how are we supporting um, this young man uh, or obviously I'm older than him or he's older than me. But how is this young man being supported and and, and what is he being looked at? Right. Because I, I try to think of his life and for constantly villainizing people. And constantly making him be out the bad guy. And while I do think a lot of the stuff he did was really silly, I do think that we are just a bunch of people who are talking into experiences we've never had. We're a bunch of people who are talking into experiences we've never had. I want to expand on that idea. Man, I've been in uh, youth ministry, uh, whether it's a kid, leader, uh, youth pastor, for not a super long time, but... um, for my, ever since my adolescent life began, I was there in a church or a youth group. And and for the first four years of that, I wasn't even loving Jesus. And this is what I found. We do this to kids so much. We're hurting kids by this. Man, I just think if someone sat with Antonio Brown, who actually understood him, who actually knew his story, man, I wonder what we'd learn. But we have a bunch of people who are on news sites and who are on Fox and CNN. And that's their job, right? Like, I'm not arguing that. But are judging this man's life, this man's decisions. I've I've even seen people question the way he was raised because of his actions. And I just can't help but think, what if we actually supported him in what he was doing? Now, obviously, what he was doing is kind of silly, but what if we actually, like, for real, for real, thought about the impact that we are having on his self-esteem, maybe on his beliefs, maybe on who he believes he is, right? We're so quick, and, this, and it upsets me, we're so quick to judge that we forget that we were the same way, too. We're so quick to 
do it because he's famous, but we forget he needs love too. So I just got a question. I just got a question. How many kids do we know in our lives that are constantly, constantly being judged, reflected on, put caricatures on, and we don't even know them. Um, And we're doing the same with this famous dude. This all leads, everything I'm talking about today leads to the idea of team. While he was hurting his team, I do think there is a matter of weight, a matter of responsibility on those who are around him to understand, hey, what's the story? Now, I've always been taught, don't go acting like Boo Boo the Fool when you go get opportunities. And that's on him. But I do think us on the outside who have no idea what it is to play football in the National Football League, no idea what it is to um, have the upbringing that he might have had, no idea. Like, none of us know, so none of us can speak into it. We can learn, we can listen, but we can't speak into it. And man, I think too often we think kids are just going to tell us stuff because, you know, we're going to speak into it. Team, team, team. Are we on the same page? Do we know kids? Do volunteers want to know kids? Are volunteers on the same page? Do volunteers know what's going on? And are we supporting kids in this way? To where we're not, to, to we're not basing uh, our relationships with them on what they know and what they don't know, but we're trying to build some relational equity with them and build that team. Whether it's your church team, but you know, build the kingdom, bro. Build that kingdom. That I mean, that's that's what we're trying to do. Man, that's our power. That's what we're about. This is who we are. This is what we want to do. We want to be about team. But also, we don't want to speak in the kids' lives. When we don't know them, bruh. You don't know these kids. So what you talking about? (laughs) How can we speak into these kids' lives? Hmm. Hey, next topic we're going to talk about is this idea of team. I'm sure some stories where I've seen the idea of separation really hurt kids. uh, And that while this world is hyper-individualistic, kids actually want more community, more together, more us, more than ever. Guys, thank you for listening and uh, check out this quick ad and then we'll get into the rest of the episode. It's ingrained in humans to want to be a part of something. I even have kids who are like, hey, I'm by myself. I'm on my own. But you ever noticed when kids are saying, I'm by myself, I'm on my own. They're telling a bunch of people that they're by themselves and they're on their own. I wonder why that is. I mean, it's simple. I think we want to be known. We want to be a part of something. All of us. I learned this weekend that we all have this mimic desire, mimic desire of we want to mimic and we want to be a part of something. We want to feel like we're owned by something. We're all made by something, made for something. 
part of a team. Even the most individual, anxious, depressed individual wants to be a part of something. I was watching a video today and there was these two kids who gave uh, this kid named Michael, they gave him some shoes and a shirt and shorts and he didn't have clothes, family couldn't afford clothes for him. And so people from all over the world are sending him clothes. My question is how many people do they walk by a day that don't have clothes, but because now they're a part of something, they sent that kid clothes. Not saying that's not good, not saying that it's not great. I'm saying it's interesting to see when we are now a part of something, we then want to help it. What do you want to be a part of? What's your team? And I always have two questions for people when we talk about team. Who and who not? What does that mean? Who's a part of your team? Who? Well, who are you trying to be? What do you want to be in that team? And my second is who are you not letting in? Excluding. <laughs> not because they're unhealthy, not because it's not wise, but because you actually forget what team means. Team means come together. Now, while there may be people on different teams who uh, are cut and all sorts of things, I believe we as a team need to have people come together. We have to. We can't. We, we can't play this game where we think, hey, we're a team, it's us, we're building the kingdom, and then it gets individualized. Man, I've heard so many stories of church ministries who've said, yeah, we're all about these kids of the city, but these are our kids. Or we're all about the kids of this, but these are our kids. We're all for this, and... This is ours and us and mine. I heard this shared the other day. Could you think about the person who brought the fish and the bread to the uh, to the feast that Jesus was going to prepare? Like who found it or who brought it or the kids lunch we took in uh, in another one? Right, both times, like breaking, breaking fish, breaking bread, and he. <laughs> could you imagine, like, but bro, that's mine. But 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 that's mine. But Jesus is always thinking of this idea of ours, and you know why we have this idea, while we have this urn or this urn, this yearn, this wants to be a part of a team. We all, since we're most people who are listening to this show, are going to be Americans or from the Western civilizations. We are individualists. Heck, we want to be about ourselves. Man, my faith walk is my is my personal walk, and this is personal and and private, and and close the door, and none none of your business, and and it's not. I'm not saying. I'm not even saying this is a white idea. While it is led from individualistics, man, this is America. America is individual based, and we're about 
ourselves. So the idea of the idea of team, while it sounds cute, it's not what we want to be about because it's not in our DNA as Americans, as Western civilization. We want to be about ourselves, right? It's earn, go get, go take, ours, us, you against me. We don't think about team. We really don't. And I could only think that when we have an individual way of living, but we want to be a part of a team, it confuses a lot of people. Oh, you know who it really confuses? Kids. This is what this is about. Man, if you have two youth ministries who both claim we are for the city, but when the city actually wants to come together and kids want to come together, they're like, ah, I don't know. We don't want you to infringe on our thing. We're hurting. We're hurting. We have to have this idea of team. Jesus picked his team, right? Jesus picked his squad. It was an inside squad. He got a squad. He didn't really pick any others, right? He knew his squad. He knew his team. But to the greater kingdom, everyone was. A, he wanted everyone a part of that team. He wanted everybody on the same team. So I could ask a simple question of, what team are you on? But I'm going to ask this question. What are you about? What are you about? Because you got to know to be a part of the team. You got to know. So I share that story. And I share this idea to say this. The idea of us. The idea of team. Kids get confused. Kids get confused. Kids get confused. Why do I say that? Because I don't think we get it enough. Kids are are saying, what is happening? Kids are asking, what is going on? We have volunteers who are going, what is happening? Because while we preach this idea of team, we actually preach this idea of hurt. We say team up, but then when we actually team together, we're like, "Ah, actually, let's do it on our own. We have ministries in our places. We have we have different um, different ministries and what they do and the way they operate. And while we say team, we actually separate more than ever. What's team mean to you? What's team mean to you? So three three ideas of team. One, it's a must. Two, we disperse confusion. And three, God's the leader. God's the leader. It's about us. We got to be about each other. If one per- part of the body hurts, right? If if my if I if I break my if if I break my foot, right? My body is going to train itself to have to yearn on the other foot, and actually might even like my my body might even get stronger, right? Or if I'm lifting and I only lift with my right arm, but I don't lift with my li- left arm, my right arm is going to get swole, and before I know it, my left arm is going to be a little chicken wing. It's about us. 
Everyone eats. <laughs> Everyone eats. Disperse confusion. One for kids. When we team up, when, 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 when team is clearly established, right? When we're all going the same way, where we're not pulling different directions, when team is clearly established, kids go, oh my goodness, this is what the kingdom looks like. This is what the kingdom looks like. Man, I've worked in ministries with, uh, that have teen mom ministries and, and friends with special needs ministries and all, all types of ministries. And you know what I found? My ministry actually grows, actually thrives more when I team together with those ministries. When I'm like, ah, I don't know about because you guys are different. No, we got the same goal. We're trying to help kids know Jesus. Disperse confusion with our volunteers and with our kids. And three, God's leader. If you have a team, if you have a squad, the people who play aren't paid to coach. The coach isn't paid to isn't paid to GM. The GM pays himself to GM. <laughs> See, when we look at a football team, we say coach, players. But if you look at a professional football team, it's players, coach, GM, board of tra- like it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. God's leading all of that. While God, I like to think of this, God's the GM. We get to be the coaches. And then we got these players. And the worst type of confusion on a team is when the coaches aren't aligned with each other. Even if it's two different sides. Say you got a DB's coach and a receiver's coach. If they don't agree, it's going to be weird. Those are still similar positions. So you got a lineman coach and a receiver's coach. Even though you may not think if they do not agree, if they cannot pull the same way, it's going to get weird. It's going to get confusing. So I'm not going to ask, what team are you on? What side are you on? But I'm going to ask, how are you help establishing team? How are you helping? For real, how are you helping? Because we want to disperse confusion with our kids. And it'll be about us. Not them. Right? And us and the idea. I think of us and the idea of all encompassing instead of us like it's just us. Right? Gotta stop drawing imaginary lines. Gotta stop drawing imaginary borders and actually lead with Christ lead together with Christ so I want to be known I'm sending out my prayers for the Wilson family uh, there was a pastor who uh, recently took his life and uh, it was it was tough um, hard to hard to see died by suicide and so um, just wanted to be known like you're, you're never alone and uh youth ministers that are listening to this uh let it be known when i when i when i mention this team topic uh, i mentioned that there's also accountability in team there's people who want to be with you in team um and we got to check on our teammates uh, i'm just thinking of sports right if there's a nagging injury on my players and i can see he's limping i try to pick him up and he can try to fake a run all day but i try to pick him up and say hey dude hey you got to go check out the trainer so, you're not alone. And even when you feel like you are, you're not. Uh, as a one who struggled with anxiety and has struggled with that before, 
um, and is kind of walking through this anxious walk. Um, I want it to be known that you're not alone uh, and that you can call out and reach out to somebody. Um, and so know you're loved. Please know you're loved. And that God wants you on his team. He made you. He made you. He, he already won. He wants to be with you. He wants to be with you. Hey, guys, thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Youth of the Nation podcast. Catch us out next week. I'm also featuring on my friend's podcast uh, called the Free Refills Podcast. So check that out. I don't know when that comes out. Uh, they kind of have a better schedule than me. And so I don't know when that episode's coming out. But thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, it's about the team. It's about the team. It's about the team. Uh, and don't forget that and uh, disperse confusion. And always remember, God's a GM. God's a leader. God's a leading this. And we get to play a, uh, a small but vital role in this team. Thank you guys for listening. I'll catch y'all next week. Peace.